1: We're women, we're powerful women, and we have to embrace our identities and just put ourselves out there, and show them what we got, and show them that we deserve to be on that court.
2: Hi, I'm Siege Dentango. You're listening to Go Hard Girls. Here, we tell the stories of incredible yet underrated Filipina athletes you need to hear. Join us as we create a sports world that's better for women. Today's episode features Ella Fajardo, a Phil Amgard from New Jersey who was just committed to play in the US NCAA Division 1. This is huge. So I thought we'd share our interview with Ella from last year, in case you missed it or maybe just want to hear from this inspiring teenager all over again. At the time. Ella and her teammates had just won the FIBA Under-18 Asia Cup Bronze Medal for the Philippines. She talks about her journey, the women who inspire her, and what she's fighting for on and off the court. Hi, Ella!
1: Hi! Thank you so much for doing this with me. I mean, I know I'm not in the Philippines anymore. I'm literally overseas, but we're still doing this, and it means a lot to me of
2: course we're so happy to have you you know especially since you were one of the first people who really followed go hard girls and was really supporting right, right. from the start so thank you so much i'm wearing a gila shirt to represent
1: oh, rep, rep, yep, yep thank you <laughs>
2: congratulations by the way on winning the first ever medal for us here from the women's division in the 3x3 fifa right. cup so How did you and your teammates talk about that win, like how big it was for women's basketball in the Philippines?
1: We definitely weren't even thinking about getting a medal. We just wanted to keep on winning, keep on getting as far as we can. But because we were given the exposure during the World Cup, that really translated when we played Asia Cup. So it really shows how exposure plays a big part and just... Being given those kind of chances, how it translates, and it translates in a positive way. So that's how we want, I think, exposure and just experience.
2: Are you guys coming back for the Sea Games?
1: Oh, Sea Games, that's for the women's division, actually. All four of us, though, are part of the Gilas Filipinas pool for the women's, of the 19-person pool. I'm actually
2: the youngest right now at 16. It's kind of like odd to think that you're 16 sometimes (laughs) because...
1: Yes, a lot of people (laughs) think
2: that. We're so glad also to see... Uh, young filipina ballers just really be that good also also be that vocal (laughs) about getting equal representation for women's basketball in the philippines because a lot of people were afraid to speak up about it before right and at least i felt a few years ago there was the sense of people didn't want to speak up because they didn't want to ruffle any feathers but i like how i agree this batch of young female ballers are just like no we want equal Where does that drive come from?
1: I do have two sisters, two younger sisters. And seeing the inequality now, it makes me look into the future. And I don't want my sisters fighting for something like this. For a sport that we love naturally, just like the boys. So it's really for the youth. I don't want them to fight for something that we shouldn't have to fight in the first place.
2: Was it hard for you when you were growing up? Did you face any of that discouragement from people when you were trying to get into basketball?
1: Growing up in the States as a Filipina athlete, people would look at me, they'd be like, oh, she's so short. Even playing competitive basketball in the United States, um, you don't see a lot of Asians actually balling out there. So right off the bat, they put a label on me and be like, oh, she's not that good. So yeah, it was a, a lot of discouragement and maybe they'd be like, maybe you should play another sport and ba- basketball is a height sport, but it's okay. <laughs> Continue to prove people wrong.
2: Who are you looking up to in that period of your life?
1: I've been playing since I was young. So I look up to my dad a lot because he's the first person who really believed in me and pushed me and made sure I went to the basketball camps and kept improving my games. looked up to my mom a lot because she supported me in everything that I do on and off the court.
2: Your mom is so cute. She's always on social media, posting about your... <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, she, she's always obtaining everyone. Thank you. She's,
2: she actually tweeted the Go Girls account. She was like, thank you.
1: Yeah, I told her. I was like, Mom, you need to boost up their supporters because this is something that everyone needs to hear about.
2: Oh, yeah. thank you. Actually, I want to talk girl. about... I want to talk about that. Around the time that you started listening to the podcast, where were you right. in your training?
1: I was training for the World Cup, and it was actually really good timing because at the time you had Jack, at the Monique, at the K, all those girls, I was actually practicing with them at NU. They're my artists, they're my role models. So just to see them on that kind of platform, trying to make a difference, I want to be like that. And you're giving me this opportunity right now, so it means a lot to me, really. Thank you.
2: Thanks. It means a lot also to get to talk to you.
1: This podcast is actually the first podcast I've ever listened to. I just listened to music, but when I found out it was at the Jack, at the Monique, all of them, I had to listen to it. You guys had just posted it, and I listened to it there, and then I listened to it before I slept. It's very inspiring, honestly.
2: Thank you so much. Which part of the episodes did you like?
1: I enjoyed when they're explaining their pre-game song. That was funny.
2: (laughs) They sang it at our press conference.
1: Wow. Mm. I wish I could have made that.
2: I know. timing. So, cool. so how close are you to the NU girls?
1: I'm extremely close to them. They're like family to me now, especially like coming back to the World Cup and practicing with them for the Asia Cup, especially their imports, Reina and La Mama and Adikei, because their practices would start from 7 to 9. And because we had a 3x3 practice, we needed players from them. So they took those three players and they practiced them at 6 a.m., both my team and their team would practice for three hours instead of two. They put in the extra work for us and that really means a lot to me and my teammates.
2: Oh that's so nice. Kapala. Kay would always post stories in the morning also yeah, with La Mama. That, that's because of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it paid off. Yeah. I'm sure they're super <laughs> proud. Yeah. I'm watching their game on Saturday.
1: Oh, personally? Like you're going over there? Yeah,
2: I'm gonna watch.
1: Oh, that's so nice of you.
2: I want to be there because I got sad when I was doing the research for this and I right. saw the finals game. Why are there so many empty seats, dude? This is weird. It's an 80-0 championship game and it's not full. Right, So, right, right. gotta support. We're still in a place, I think, right now that uh, we know so much about the guy players of the UAAP. I know 30's outfit. I know his shoes because right. they become news. But we're still at the point where we're building that kind of community and that kind of interest for the women. What do you want people to know about the UAAB players, the local Filipino ballers
1: that you've met? Something that caught my attention quickly was when I first went to NU and they were very, very welcoming. And they were playing music in the back, they are dancing around, you know, being themselves. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're having a lot of fun. But when practice starts, they're so determined. Everyone's on the same page. They know when to flip the switch, when they can have a fun time and when it's practice and it's go time. That's why I really look up to them.
2: And how do the NU girls inspire your own game?
1: On and off the court, they always took care of me always asked me, oh, what are you doing later? Um, Do you want to go out? It wasn't like I was a 16-year-old kid coming in from the States, taking up some of their gym time. They were so supportive of me. Before Asia Cup, after Asia Cup, most of them were even texting me in between games, hey, good game. You guys won. Or even if it was a loss, they'd still encourage us and make sure that we were okay.
2: What do you think that says about the community of support for Filipina basketball players here? I know that we're still fighting that uphill battle. But when we look at that really close circle of support, because I see it in Go Hard Girls. Whenever we have an episode out, every single player on the team is sharing it. And sometimes even players who aren't from NU, like an FEU player is sharing an episode. And I'm like, wait. They beat you for the last championship.
1: Yeah, I I totally get that. I know in the beginning you said that we were scared to put our voices out there. Other people are also scared to put our voices out there. So we have to be advocates of our own voices. We're powerful women and we have to embrace our identities and just put ourselves out there. Show them what we got and show them that we deserve to be on that court or whatever sport you play. Go Hard Girls is a movement for all people. If you're a guy, And you're thinking, like, why should I support this movement? I mean, I'm not affected. It does affect me because whether it's your sister, whether it's your mom, whether you have a friend who's also an athlete, everyone wants to be supported. It's a really good feeling, and especially if you put in the work, everyone's just trying to be the best versions of themselves.
2: And what would you say to a young athlete maybe she's a filipina playing here and people are telling her that "Oh, your sport is for boys or maybe she's an asian girl in america who is a minority in her sport
1: well i'd love to tell them that i'm fighting for you guys as a 16 year old playing u18 on an international stage just keep playing your game don't listen to them sports can give you lifelong friendships teach you discipline leadership things that you can't even learn in the classroom whatever sport you do just keep doing it and Got it.
2: (laughs) What's your dream for women's basketball in the Philippines and in the world?
1: My dream for women? I guess just not to have the feeling that we have now, knowing that you can love a sport and undoubtedly be supported for it. When we were at the Asia Cup, And we were playing China for the third time. We needed all the support we needed. My whole family was there, and Camille's family was there, and everyone was watching through their mobile devices. There was a little crowd of Filipinos from Malaysia who came to support us, five to nine people. And... Most of them were guys and that really helped us a lot. Me and my teammates were talking about how much that really meant was just those five to nine people who were giving us that support while we played China, which we lost to two times already. That really helped us. Maybe if they weren't there, maybe we couldn't have done that because I I heard their voices and it lifted our spirits to just keep fighting.
2: Well, here's more support. More support, more support, more support. Yeah, (laughs) Thank you so much. For having yeah, this interview so with us, you're it's absolutely over. brilliant, and we are here 100% supporting you
0: thank for you more
2: so Gilas women, badassery, yeah. and also for your games over there in the States. Yeah, I hope thank you, thank you, you so keep so crushing it. From all of us here at Go Hard Girls, congratulations, Ella. This re-release was edited by Nico Bolante. If you liked that episode, leave us a review on social media. That's facebook.com slash gohardgirlsph and at underscore gohardgirls on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the Go Hard Girls channel on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen.